You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Alex Knights. There we go. What's going on? Oh, not much. I'm playing with my wood. Oh, Paul. You know, <laughs> you're going to go blind if you do that too often. You're not kidding. Oh, you mean you mean like uh, <laughs> your, your wood carvings and such, or burnings or whatever you call it. Ironically enough, I'll go blind doing those too. A lot of little lines. <laughs> I, I should specify before I feel compelled to mark this live cast as explicit. Um, yeah, like I said, when- uh, <laughs> I was just going to say the connection seems a little spotty today, so I'm a little con- I'm a little concerned. It might be one of those live streams, but that's all right. Um, I it might just be you and I, Paul. I'm not sure. I, uh, Melanie, I know, is at work. And also, I believe her phone is broke. So even if she were to call in on her lunch break like she was hoping to, I don't think she could. Um, and I'm not sure what Jesse's up to. I know he's been super busy, so but I have not heard concrete on him. So it might just be you and I, which is fine. Has, has, a night, has his night classes started yet? Or is that next month? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Every time we talk about these things, like there's so much information gets thrown around and nothing ever gets decided. Barney. Hi, Barney. Thanks for joining. Uh, So that reminds me, since we actually have somebody here, we should mention what we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, Just as the description says, TV and movie and entertainment news. Uh, It's going to be real chill, real laid back. I have a whole bunch of news stories from Basically, most of them are for today, I believe. A couple from the last couple days. And, oh God, I was, I was, so I was doing the research, looking at news stories, seeing, seeing what's happening. And I finally found one news story that is not about a sequel or a remake. Or a reboot. <laughs> or a reboot. Like, just one. And it's honestly it's not that interesting awesome. to me. <laughs> everything else, dude, everything. It's all sequels and reboots and huge franchises. I, I mean, sh- that, that Masked Singer started back up, and I really dig that show. What show? Uh, the Masked Singer on Fox. Oh. Okay, cool. That's some TV TV dudes. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I, I think I know the premise. I only ever heard about it, like, for the first time the other day. And, uh, Generally, those the, I avoid those shows. But is it good? I say it's like hidden celebrities, and the, the you get the clues, and it's fun guessing to try to figure out who it is. Okay, you know, it, it's not like American Idol and all the others where it's oh yeah you can sing. It's okay who's under the mask. <laughs> that that's the fun part. It's like American Idol with a mask on. So is it is there just one masked singer or are there multiple singers? No, I what is this? Uh, there's what? uh twelve, I think. 
Okay. Is it like a competition? How is this a show? Here's what I'm wondering. What is the premise? How is this more than one episode? Is this a competition? Yeah, you have to survive to the end. And then you get crowned. So it is, it's masked American Idol, except they might already be famous. <laughs> like T-Pain won last year. What is, so, he, why? Why is, okay, nope. Because I'm glad you knew. enjoy it. Nobody knew nobody it was him. Knew. Well, he really deserved well, it. You know, auto-tune T-Pain. And here he is singing soul and, you know, stuff like that under, you know, and it's like, well, who is that? Oh, it's T-Pain because he's short and it's not Kevin, Kevin Hart. It's T-Pain. But I mean, <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it's a fun show. Okay. Just, I'm sorry. I should, <laughs> it's exactly the kind of show that I just, I am, it's not in my wheelhouse. And so I, I like the who done it. I, I like the guessing. Some of the singing I can take or leave, but the guessing who's behind the mask is the fun part. Okay. I, got I you. like being right a lot. Uh, okay. Here's how, here's how you make this more interesting. Keep it the same, except one of them is a murderer. And now it's a true who done it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It's, it's like Clue with American Idol. Yes. Hey. That's actually a good segue into some TV and movie news. You know, I see there's a whole bunch of people joined. We are dropped down to one listener. Hey, Rika. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. Um, so Sorry, TV, I bored you with. Uh... What you, just American Idol with a mask. That's what you're watching. Disgusting, Paul. It's disgusting. <laughs> hey, thanks. Welcome to the show, Paul. This is the show where... You, you you share what you enjoy, and then Randy berates you like a jerk. Hey, I'm fine with that. Okay. No, it's good. It's, it's good. rare fun. to find you know, original content on TV. That was the point. So, speaking of whodunits, uh, Deadline is reporting that the... It's so interesting that they credit him this way, because I know him as simply Jason Bateman, who's been in TV and movie shows for eternity. Uh, Ozark Emmy winner... Jason Bateman in talks to direct and star with Ryan Reynolds in the Clue movie at Fox and Disney. So they're making a new Clue. That could uh, be interesting. You know, I, I enjoy Clue. If Melanie was here, she oh. would be all over it because she loves the original Clue movie. Oh, I like um, you know, in the game, it's, it's a, one of those th- things where it's a movie based on a game, except this is one of the few board games where I'm like, it kind of translates because it's based on murder mysteries, the game itself. So you're making a movie based on a board game based on existing movies and TV and books, you know, whatever. And there's two ways they can go with it. They can go kind of like the original, which, okay, so be it for the time it worked. Well, and it, 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 it kicked out. And. Okay, I, like a whole murder mystery movie. Yeah, I was just going to clarify for listeners. Um, if you don't know, because there's a lot of youngsters anymore, I need to get used to this, having to like explain things that seem like common knowledge to me. Uh, <laughs> Clue, it, it is campy. It was a comedy. It's a murder mystery whodunit comedy. Uh, and it's actually pretty decent. 
and it's a little goofy. With an all-star cast. Yeah, all-star cast back in the day. Uh, I don't have the year, actually. I'm kind of curious. Um, so, yeah, you're saying take the camp out and focus on a whodunit? On the murder mystery? I think that would, I, I think that would translate better in this day and age. Well, here's here's now I, here's where I think they're not going to do that. Ryan Reynolds, uh, <laughs> potentially co-starring Ryan, Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman. Not that Jason Bateman doesn't do serious stuff, because as you know, the headline of this indicated, he's an Emmy winner for the show Ozark, which is a fantastic Netflix show if you've never seen it. Um, who? Okay, sorry. I don't know if the mic's picking that up, but get your loud truck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's unnecessary, people. Uh, now, however, I Jason Bateman has probably done as much, if not more, drama and serious acting than comedy. But even still, I associate him with comedy, or at least like uh, he's kind of a fun, laid-back guy. So, yeah, casting him, having him direct, and also having Ryan Reynolds makes me think the new Clue movie probably gonna keep some of the camp in hey elijah thanks for joining and following i definitely appreciate it it's gonna be the new uh martin mole martin mole i do uh the old are you talking from sabrina not cat i'm uh, you the principal sabrina we're we're, we're talking characters clue to clue uh, i would base his uh, acting persona on martin moles Okay. Well, I, I, okay. I do not remember. I don't remember the characters a clue. Melanie could, Melanie, if she was on, could jump all over, jump all over that with you. She <laughs> loves that movie, the original clue movie. I do not remember it that well, but I remember enjoying it. Um, um Nat, do you have more to say about clue or something no, tangentially uh, tied? There was a, uh, New horror thing that dropped this week, and I wanted to ask you if you had the uh, streaming service, if it was worth buying. Sorry, to decide if I wanted to watch it or not. What What is it? I, I'm not aware of this. Creepshow dropped this week. Oh, the series. Uh, yeah. On, yeah, what is that? Uh, Shudder. Oh, I do not have Shudder. I am intrigued by Creepshow just because... I'm always a fan of anthology horror series and stuff, even if they don't they don't usually do that well. However, like there's been a couple se- recent ones that have been doing pretty well. Yeah, I don't know. I'm intrigued, but I do not subscribe to Shutter. Do you? No, I was like I was looking into it when we stopped at a rest stop on the way up here, and I was like, five bucks a month. I might have to look into that because, like, I kind of want to check out Creep Show because it's supposed to pick up after the movies. So. Pick up after you got to keep that creep show timeline <laughs> continuity <laughs> in check. It's an anthology horror thing. Um, also, the second creep show movie is fun, but oh, it's bad. <laughs> There's some ridiculous <laughs> stuff in it. Uh, the first one, though, is good. Five bucks a month for Shudder. You know, I've contemplated it, but not really. I've never pulled the trigger on it just because. You know, I don't know. It's like I don't know if I need another streaming service, and I'll have to look around and see what they actually carry because I know they've done some pretty decent original stuff, but I was always worried it was going to be like just a backlog of 
direct to video and like old school style bad B grade direct to video uh, horror movies that just oh I saw some good ones on there that'd be fun to pair with some GCU movies. Oh really? Yeah, I'll have to look around on their cat uh, in their library and and consider it. Um, that seems like something kind of right up right up your alley is the sh- shutter service. Uh, so, speaking of horror movies, I have a... Well, I guess we weren't talking movies, but horror things. This is my one my one non-sequel, non-reboot related story that I've got lined up for this episode. This is not intentional, by the way, listeners. Like, I, I search out the stories that look interesting to me, and they're just so... There's so little news about not about like i don't know whatever we all know we all know it's every movies and tv is dominated by properties that already exist because these studios pour a ton of money into these things they don't want to take a chance on a new ip god forbid so they that's why we just get kind of rehashes and reboots and sequels and stuff and you know i'm partially guilty for it just like everybody else because if it's something that's interesting to me, yeah, I'm going to pay to see it or whatever. Um, that said, it does get ridiculous. It gets really old. Like, oh, here's here's a reboot of this. Oh, they're making a sequel to this. Oh, another Star Wars. Shocker. So here's my not one story that's not that. Although it might as well be because it's not really that interesting to me. Uh, Cinemablend.com is where I'm getting this. James Wan has started filming his, nec- his next horror movie and reveals the title. Okay, so James Wan, you know, he's kind of a well-known modern horror director. Um, he, Although he does other things, because he just did Aquaman. Anyway, his next movie, he's going back to horror movies, his horror roots. And the title is Malignant. Okay. Um, and uh, that's all we know about it. It's beg- Let's see, when was this posted? It doesn't say if it fits into his uh, current universe or not. It does not say. So, I mean, if it does, then you can throw my whole, this is not a sequel or reboot or remake out the window. Well, Uh, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a sequel either. I mean. Well, yeah, yes, I understand that. uh, Spinoff. Spinoff still counts. Ah. Now that said, maybe it's just me. I'm going to have to like. I'm going to have to go through and give some of these movies a chance. I love horror movies and I, I do enjoy like anytime somebody can make a name for themselves, like a director and be known for specifically for horror movies. Like, yeah, that gets my eye. That said, this guy's movies just don't interest me. And I don't know, like, I'm not sure why they just seem so (laughs) the movies and the franchises that all of his movies inevitably spawn. Just kind of seems like, like a horror, horror rather than the uh, paranormal horror. That's why. No, not necessarily. That's not necessarily true. Uh, slasher. Actually, I'm traditionally have not been as huge of a fan of slasher movies. Uh, that's just, that's more of a kind of a recent development, but no, his stuff just feels kind of basic. It's a basic ratchet horror. No, it's not bad. It's just like, I don't know. 
Well, it's it just like about is he, he took he honestly he took it back to basics in times where everything's super heavy CGI, super heavy everything else. He went back to classic jump scare, uh, you know the tense music, you know, and I, that might be part of the problem. Is at this point you're so programmed to here's what we expect out of a horror movie, and he's like, here's what I like. This is what I'm doing. Uh, just, uh, mm, I don't know if that's it, but just a head a heads up, the live cast interface is giving me the network connection issue again. So we'll probably randomly get cut off. Yay. <laughs> Yay, live cast. Um, no, okay. It, the issue is these movies are wildly popular. They do very well, which is great. I'm, I'm happy anytime horror movies can do that well. Yeah but they feel so run of the mill. And I'm like, if there's going to be horror movies that do that well, why can't they be more interesting? These are so run of the mill and relatively safe horror movies. That's my issue. Um, Running out of stories. No. (laughs) That said, I I would like to see a nice Chupacabra story. Yeah, exactly. Running out of stories. Where's the classic Chupacabra movie? It doesn't exist. Why not? Why not? We need a Kubrickian, Kubrickian style tailing of the Chupacabra myth. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, you know, I just for hell, just for the I, hell of it. I think about that sometimes. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of there. You mentioned that I like slasher movies, and I have been enjoying slasher movies uh, quite a bit lately. But typically, they're not good. Most of the, most slasher movies are not good movies. They're not like film classics. So, no. so, so then I think I think well, could that even be done? Could you make like a Kubrickian or some type of highbrow, super well made, well crafted, uh, slasher movie? I mean, I guess you get a Psycho or something, right? But like, I don't know. Like I like I'm talking camp slasher. <laughs> Give me the Godfather, but Fred. Jason Voorhees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, to be fair, it has its like cheesy moments, but the first Nightmare on Elm Street is it's pretty good. It's not Kubrickian. It's not masterpiece theater. I don't know what that means. It's not like masterpiece uh, filmmaking, but you know there are good ones. I give it the orchestral score, the, the the horse head in the bed. Well, so you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. And I'll well, I, I mean, kill you. other other horror genres will get that. Other horror genres can get that treatment. You've got your The Shining. I keep mentioning Kubrick. You've got you know The Exorcist. These classics. You've got um, oh, I had I had another good one. Uh, or even, you know, a lot of people wouldn't consider this like timeless film classic, but something like The Witch, where that's kind of bold. Like it's it's not safe. It's not a safe horror movie because it's not a guaranteed like going to make a million dollars because there's some really weird or a billion dollars. I'm sure it made a million because there's some really weird creative decisions. But it's interesting, like that it's made by it's crafted by a filmmaker, you know, well, uh, birds. Did you, you know, say the- I mean? The birds, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean Hitchcock. 
that's why I said, like, I guess Psycho is about as close as you get to to that. But masterpiece, masterpiece theater. Um. Anyway, I'll get off that kick. I'll get off my high horse. Who am I kidding? My high ho- That's that's the shtick tonight. <laughs> keep that high horse. We'll keep it for the bull session on Wednesday. No, 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 no. That's your show. I can't. I can't come swinging on your show. Like <laughs> when you do your first <laughs> know, fun conversation. This is this is a trip. Okay. Well, good. I'll try to be more nice. <laughs> you you watch your first live stream, but I come on just like just crapping on everything you mentioned. <laughs> I won't do that. I swear. Maybe. God, we're gonna turn into the old guys from the Muppets. <laughs> I would listen to those guys' podcasts. What's their names? Oh, I should know him. It's, they were my. Uh, one of them's Mortimer. I'm yeah. Muppet, the old school Muppets tonight or whatever. I used to watch that when I was younger and they were my favorite part. Oh, I have uh, little stuffed animals of them and they're by far my favorite Muppets. The, the, the heckle and Jekyll Muppets. Oh God. They were it, it, like, you want to talk critics. There's some critics. Hey, listeners, I say listeners, but it still lists, uh, I, it lists a couple. Um, Hey, if you guys have any thoughts, any input, feel free to chat us up here in the chat. We're all about it. If I'm you a little guys from the Muppets are. I'm a little little worried that Castbox, since it's giving me the network error thing, is kind of limiting our reach, but maybe not. Are you whiffied? What? I said, are you whiffied? What's whiffied mean? Oh, Wi-Fi'd? Yeah. No, man. I'm hardlined. I'm hardlined. I'm I'm wired in. Maybe that's the problem. I need to cut the hardline. Like in the '90s, whenever hackers were getting back hacked, we need to cut the hardline. No, I'm yeah. I'm on desktop. Like I don't trust Wi-Fi. I need a straight connection, straight feed. I say I actually get better service via Wi-Fi than I do. Uh, I mean, that said, I'm on my phone, but I mean. I get, I get better service on the Wi-Fi than I do uh, anything else. Unless I'm at home, then I get better service on just, like, cell service. Well, that's your phone. I don't see you plugging an Ethernet cable into your phone. Well, I could. It wouldn't do any good, but I could. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Let's move on to some more news. Let's see. Uh, How let's... about your Walker Texas Ranger reboot? Thank you. That's the one I was, yeah, thank you. That's the one I was going to jump to. That's the one you pointed out to us. Uh, tell us about this news story. Walker, Texas Ranger reboot. What? Oh, you probably don't have the story up in front of you, huh? It's a, I know it was straight to series. Like, they, they didn't even wait for the pilot. CBS ordered straight to series starring Jared Padalecki and uh, I can't think of the girl's name. A modernized version of Walker, Texas Ranger, and we're not even 20 years off. More of the same night that you were just listening to. Gralix Nights. It's always neat when our live stream gets just completely destroyed. All right. Where did we leave off? Um, I got the Padalecki 
and updated Walker Texas Ranger. Okay. So what do you think of this? Let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Walker Texas Ranger reboot starring a dude from uh, uh, Supernatural. What's Supernatural. What, what do you, I'm sorry, go ahead. It, it's too early to do a reboot of it. Walker went off the air in 98. Okay. I mean, it's, I mean, then it has been 20, it's been 21 years. <laughs> I, yeah, but it's still. The show it's started not, almost 30 years ago. <laughs> it's I mean, still it's too early. Younger than us. It's not that old. There's a lot of, but Paul, I mean, I'm so glad <laughs> I happened to mention it earlier, you know, in part one of this live cast that got cut off. Um, I find there's a lot of stuff that there's, there's a lot of young people now younger than us people now that I have to explain things that seem like it should be common knowledge. Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, you could potentially not have ever been aware of that and be old enough to drink already. So that's scary. I'm okay well, with this. It I'm is, a- I mean, I, I don't mind it. I, I, I liked the show. I like the actor that they have. I mean, I like Padalecki. Um, I hope they can get Chuck Norris involved in the project. I think he would, if nothing else, he would be really good as the uh, old guy that ran the bar in the first one. Okay. I mean, that, that'd be a good role for him. He doesn't have to do a whole lot. You know, and they could still bring him in, tie it in with, you know, connect the two universes. Cause I mean, that's his role. I mean, even with Delta Force, you think Chuck Norris, it's he's Walker and Roundhouse kick to your face. So I f- this is going to be one of those shows where they reboot it, they make a new one, it lasts maybe a season, maybe two, and then will be completely forgotten. It's one of those you could and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is the fluke. But it's so clear from the get-go, this is just going to be one of those short-lived reboot attempts. It's going to be like when they did the Lethal Weapon reboot, uh, the Lethal Weapon TV series, or any other numerous times they've tried to take a movie or reboot a series. It lasts like a season and then disappears. And well, nobody thinks the about same it. Did that, well, that is doing uh, Hawaii Five-0, um, uh, MacGyver, and what's the other one? Um, there's one more. Oh, oh Magnum P.I. And I mean, they're still going decent. So, I mean, new versions of those. Yeah. I've never, so, <laughs> I didn't know any, I didn't know any of those were still, were a thing currently. <laughs> CBS. It's so is not on my radar. This one, so. <sighs> CBS. I, I thought is, it was weird. They went straight to series and didn't even consider a pilot. They're just like, Oh, it's Walker. It's a reboot. Yeah. Let's go for it. So I'm okay with them rebooting. This is going to be a hot take, I guess. Like I appreciate Chuck Norris, uh, but I'm okay with a Walker Texas Re- uh, Ranger reboot, even though it's going to last a season or two, and then nobody's ever going to think about it again. Because I didn't like the original series; it was so cheesy. I was not a fan. So you know, hot take. 
Yeah, it's Salty Randy tonight. That's what you're getting. You're getting Salty Randy. You're getting awesome. Randy raining, de- raining just salt on all of your favorite things, Paul. I'm sorry. <laughs> who, who your Cheerios? Nobody, but these properties are all junk, man. These are all shows that I don't care about. Oh, <laughs> uh, Okay, no, for real, though, you know, people loved Walker. And I appreciate that. So I feel like this is not a bad idea to reboot it. I just don't think it's going to last. And I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> but I, but it's on CBS, so I wasn't going to watch it anyway. I don't watch anything on CBS. What do they got? The closest so to a thing I... About? I'm not griping. I'm talking about... This is reacted, <laughs> Paul. Paul, this segment is React at the News. This is That's the news. Right. I'm griping. You're 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 pooping on my Cheerios. I'm simply reacting. <laughs> this is a reaction show. We have <laughs> Troll Exterminator was in here for a bit, but he's gone now. Sorry, Troll Exterminator. I guess I should have said hi. But you know what? Your show sucked too. Everything you like probably sucked as well. Come listen to Growlix Nights, where Randy just trashes everything you love. <laughs> oh hey i got another let's see you want to hear about a a a (laughs) spinoff who's spinning off uh this dude if you did not share this i don't think you did if you didn't share this to the garlics page this is right this is totally something you would this is right up up your alley Uh, according to cinemablend.com i doubt they broke the story but this is the article i'm reading the Snake Eye spinoff has cast a new Baroness. Ooh. Um, so they've made two G.I. Joe movies in the past. Um, you know, in the past, I guess, mod- whatever, since 2000. I don't remember when they came out. Um, and they did moderately okay, but they were both, I guess, panned as just bad movies. Um, whatever. Big blockbuster G.I. Joe movies. Well, they're trying to reboot the, the cinematic universe. They're trying to start a new G.I. Joe cinematic universe because, of course, they are. And apparently they're going to start with a Snake Eyes movie, which is news to me. Um, and they have announced their casting for The Baroness. And it, it Hold on here. Sorry, I lost it. I lost it. Where's it at? Oh, boy. Uh, Ursula... Corbero? I'm saying that wrong, I'm sure. Uh, But she was in Money Heist, which I've heard good things about. It's on Netflix, but I have not watched it. That could be good. Um, The picture they show, she looks the part, potentially. Um, Yeah. So, there you go. I I have a feeling this is old news, but really the main thing to me was that they're they're making a Snake Eyes movie, which could potentially be cool, because Snake Eyes is the coolest G.I. Joe course it's doing a full well we uh, on the garlic's podcast oh a couple months ago we we did an episode on the first i don't know x amount of issues of the gi joe comic book series the like the 80s comic book series um which was actually quite a bit more enjoyable than i had expected because i had never read it and i mean yeah snake eyes is the coolest and you could tell the writer also thought Snake Eyes was the coolest because he made him awesome. Uh, well, you had to have more fun with him. He wasn't, hi, I'm Duke. <laughs> yeah, no, you're exactly right. He's silent and weird and like has a disfigured face. 
So my question is, if they're going to do a full movie on Snake Eyes, does it take away from how cool Snake Eyes is? Because part of the coolness is the mystery of him. No, I think he'll still be silent, which will be interesting for a movie because, you know, when the lead star doesn't talk, you're going to have to make an intense movie around that to keep people interested. So obviously I don't know their plans here, but if they're going to try to use this to kickstart a new GI Joe cinematic universe, um, it's interesting that they're doing a snake eyes movie. seems like a snake eyes solo movie. Do you think they're going to do other solo movies before? Are they going to do the Marvel bunch of like solo movies before going Avengers on this thing? Or do you think they're going to do like a snake eyes and then just go into GI Joe? Well, that that's the smart way to do it. The, the uh, give everyone their solo movie except Duke. Well, I was going to say that, that that's the thing though. Like everybody knows Duke. Snake Eyes could sustain. I mean, Snake Eyes is a cool enough idea as a character that could. And Shipwreck. Don't give Shipwreck his own movie. Well, that's that's how many of the other characters really can justify their own movie, though. I mean, maybe combo movies. Yeah, that's possible. It just depends. Like the, the, the problem is they're making this movie to jumpstart a cinematic universe. And I'm sorry when you put all your eggs in one basket like that it doesn't go well. I mean, where's the, where's the dark universe or whatever they were calling that? Like, it, <laughs> like or, honestly, or the world of war from the other side and putting together the Cobra force. They have better backstories. You know, Cobra commander and all of them have better backstories and then throw in a Joe. Go you Joe. Know, do a reverse Marvel, make the villain backstory and, have the uh, hero be secondary. Well, I guess doing the backstories first, first is good because knowing is half the battle. And the other half is extreme violence. Yep. Uh, (laughs) And a a fictional country and terrorist cell to keep your movie PG or PG 13, whatever they're going to aim for on this. All right. uh, What else? Hey, let's Ghost jump Rider over. To- what? The Ghost Rider se- uh, series that was uh, picked up by Hulu got canceled. Was that even running? Was it airing? No, it was set to begin production, and they're like, "Yeah, nope, never mind." Huh? Interesting. I wonder what that. So I wonder if the mouse has bigger plans for Ghost Rider. Probably nothing good. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid. I say I'm, I'm worried. I'm fine with, you know, Disney handles their very comic booky characters, has been handling the Marvel comic book, very comic booky characters fairly well. But I just don't expect anything dark or particularly interesting. And Ghost Rider, you got to do dark. And oh, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't see them doing, they probably just won't even use him. They probably just don't want him to muddy up the, uh, the brand and it did seem like a weird decision to launch a new marvel show on hulu while they're also channeling all this attempt all this uh effort into um disney plus now is yeah ghost rider with does marvel slash disney own it own the rights to do ghost rider live action stuff right now or is that with somebody else yeah uh, marvel has them 
Okay. He was on uh, Agents of Shield for a while. Oh, okay, that's right. I remember hearing about that. Huh. Well, it could have something to do with Kevin Feige and his attention being split with Star Wars now. So here's our next news story. Um, Kevin Feige has been tapped to. Uh, he's doing a Star Wars movie. He's been uh, confirmed. That's that why he we had, lost Spider Man. He's confirmed that he is developing a new Star Star Wars film for Lucasfilm. Um, yeah, that's all we know about it. There's nothing else. So this will be you know whatever comes after they wrap up the trilogy of trilogy long Skywalker saga or whatever. It's crazy. That comes out after, you know, Oh, he's too busy to help Sony with, you know, Spider-Man all the time. Yeah. It's interesting. I I didn't ever really buy that. Like I didn't, that seemed like an excuse. That seemed like a, we don't want to like talk to the public about the numbers game behind it all. So, you know, Kevin Feige, he's just too busy. He's a busy guy. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe there's some truth to it. I mean, uh, uh, where a Star Wars film would take up most of your time, but well, way to drop the ball, guys. Tangentially connected to that story, we have a uh, Sony. Uh, they okay, so they they're making a Morbius movie. Starring Jared yes. Leto as the vampire Morbius character. And apparently, new news, uh, Sony has tapped the writers of Morbius for a Madam Web movie set in the Spider-Man universe. Ooh. So, my question is, I'm like, is this seriously like a Madam Web solo movie? Like, I don't think Ven- so. Like a Venom-style, like, it's Madam Web, or is this a Spider-Man movie that f- features Madam Web? Well, think about uh, the '90s cartoon when we first got introduced to Madam Web. Um, they could run that storyline where you were introduced basically to the Spider Verse, and for all intents and purposes, do a live action into the Spider Verse, and just for the fun of it, have you know. Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield and <laughs> all these other guys <laughs> come play Spider-Man. That's an interesting thought. So do you think they're going to do this to kind of bring in more of the uh, Spider-Verse element into their live action Spider-Man universe? I think so. Okay. Well, that I mean, makes more sense to, to me. Yeah. I mean, what? Webb was always the one to do it. I mean, okay. that, that's how we got inter- introduced to Spider-Ham in the first place. You know, okay, yeah, that makes that that actually makes a lot more sense to me then. Thinking about it that way, of course, I one hundred percent guarantee that's the way they're going with it. Then you just don't want to. If I were them, I'd play that close to the vest. All right, until let's it see. comes out and let everyone's mind be blown. I don't know if I could trust the live cast readouts here, but it said uh, Tom W is joining. Thank you, welcome. However. It only shows there is being one listener, and that's you, Paul. So I don't if know if I can trust that. <laughs> if not, whatever. Um, oh, and there's 
like people tonight. This is for fairly well time though. There's one more story. And actually this is something I didn't know if Jesse was going to be joining, but this was actually kind of something I, I wanted to do for Jesse and, uh, and Melanie, although I didn't think she'd be available anyway. Um, because this is, this is, I know something right up their alley. Uh, there has been a trailer released for this movie. Uh, it's in the movie will be in English, but it's in Italian, the trailer, because it's getting a, uh, release over there it won't be released in the u.s till 2020 jesus rolls this is john totoro's big lebowski sequel whoa it's basically now it's written and directed by totoro's totoro so it's not a coen brothers deal but this is basically a spin-off movie with his character from big lebowski jesus yeah exactly so that's awesome yeah uh, I don't really know a whole lot about it. There is a trailer. Again, it's not in English, but you know, I mean, you can watch the trailer and kind of figure it out. Christopher Walken's in it. Like, yeah, it looks interesting. I'm curious about it. Uh, but I knew that would get Big Lebowski fans potentially excited. I'm gonna say everyone's been clamoring for a Lebowski spinoff for years, or at least a sequel. I think a spinoff's a good route to go. So apparently. Yeah, this is, you know, a uh, uh, Big Lebowski Jesus spinoff specifically has been something that's been interesting, interested to people for that people have been kind of after for a while. And this is this project in specific. Wow. Suddenly I just lost all my words. This project specifically has been in the works for years. Apparently this was shot back in 2016 Whoa. and not getting a release till, you know, next year here in the U.S. Um, but yeah, it's coming. So I thought that was interesting and I was totally not on my radar. It kind of blew my mind when I seen this story. So Big Lebowski spinoff slash sequel. That's crazy. Give me a prequel with John Goodman and Nam. <laughs> hey, Kevin, what's going on? My gosh, you are the first person to talk to us tonight. It's amazing. <laughs> so what's new? What have you been watching? Anything good? We just Anything let- bad? Anything bad? We just it doesn't matter if it's good, Randy's gonna crap on it anyway. Yeah. I am. I'm feeling salty. If tell me what you tell me your favorite thing right now, your favorite shows, and I'm just gonna just pour salt all over it. Crap on crap off. It's no, no, that's bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> bad. Okay, so we're almost at the end of the show though. You know, because that's how it goes <laughs> when somebody joins and says hi. Oh, sorry, we're almost <laughs> over. <laughs> We've been doing this for an hour, but you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, uh, here's what's opening this weekend: Abominable. This looks like—is this a DreamWorks thing? It is, I think. I think this, so. Yeah, a CGI animated thing. Uh, Judy. It's a biography uh, about Judy Garland. Jesse Keeper is joining. <laughs> just your luck, just my luck, Kevin. Well, hey, it's all good. We always go a little long, but I did just finish all of our news stories, including the one that Jesse would have been interested in. That's all right. <laughs> How do you think we feel? The other hosts just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been fine. I've been oh, yeah. enjoying. Dude, I don't know about Paul, but I've been enjoying my night. Just oh, crapping it, it was, over everything Paul loves. <laughs> just just destroying everything. 
<laughs> oh no yeah okay so night class did start this week no problem jesse like no yeah no worries that's why i messaged i messaged the you know inside baseball i messaged the uh Grelix knights crew earlier today and just like you know jesse and melanie if you can't make it don't stress don't rush don't 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 worry about it it's just gonna be chill and for the most part it has been it's just been very chill unless you like something unless you like something and then i'm just gonna just hate on it (laughs) 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 Woo! see paul now you, you said man all of our reviews have been negative lately that's what I thrive on. <laughs> I guess. That's what brings but, me life. The negativity. I thrive on it. <laughs> it's the Grolix way. Dude, it's so it is the Grolix way. No, listen. Well, first off, we do crap <laughs> on things we love, even, but sometimes I like liking things. But our reviews when everybody's like, Yeah, this is good, that gets boring. It's when there's things that aren't so good. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else is coming up? Opening this weekend, The Day Shall Come. Um, it's a comedy. I don't know what that is. Uh, First Love. Make you laugh. First Love. I also don't know what it is. That looks, that looks foreign. Oh, I like the director. Yeah. That's by the director. Oh, my God. Who did... It's either killer and audition. Those are older movies. Also done 13 assassins and Gozu. and Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so first love that I'm, I have a feeling uh, Jesse says it's like riff tracks. The best ones are the movies I legit like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause sometimes it's okay to dump on things you like. And sometimes it's okay for Randy to dump on things that you like. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh, what else? Hold on. Where'd the other list go? There, yeah, there's not a whole lot opening this weekend. Oh, apparently in some places, The Shining remastered in 4K. Oh, is, yeah. Is being shown. As a lead into uh, Dr. Sleep. Yeah, I almost said White Castle. I'm like, no, that's a burger place. White Castle. You know, <laughs> The Shining. It's the prequel to uh, the Harold and Kumar. To the burgers, Harold and Kumar, Red Rum at White Red Rum at White White Castle. I tried to make that work oh, and I failed. Join us at White Castle. Get your burger today. Oh my God! There's something that looks awful with Bruce Willis, and they, that's one of the worst photoshopped covers I've seen in a long time. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, yeah. There's not much coming out this weekend, guys. No. Uh, let's see. Real quick, what's coming up for Grolix? Because we're coming up to the end of the show. Uh, so, coming up on Grolix, sometime we will be discussing Sandman, uh, Volume 1, Trade Paperback, or maybe it was hardcover. I don't know. I read it digitally. Um, but it's basically the first eight <laughs> the <trade>. issues. <laughs> the trade. It's the first eight issues of Sandman, which is a classic comic book series. That Jesse's read, Melanie's read. I've never read, so I read it, and I actually have it. I finally finished it, Jesse. I've read it. 
Uh, I don't know when we're recording that episode, but someday we will record it and we will discuss Sandman and spoiler spoilers. It's it's good. Jesse says it's so good, dude. It is. So I haven't good. read it either. I'm so far behind. You've never read Sandman? Yeah, you're so far behind. It's from like 1987 or something. <laughs> no, not, it, not all the way through. I haven't. I can't. I can't trash talk about it because I've just now read it, and uh, no, it really is good. And I think Jesse had some said at some point or something like uh, they were surprised given how much I loved that era of swamp thing that i hadn't read sandman yet and that was apt because it is the perfect match it's it's it is that era of i guess it'd be the vertigo universe but it's the dc universe but like the dark magical mythical side of the dc universe in the late 80s well i remember reading the first two and then somewhere i just I, i didn't get the other ones picked up so um, I don't know Neil, how the story finished. It's Neil Gaiman, so you know. And yeah, I'm a huge Gaiman fan. Really good. With uh, that I never finished it. Now, on Grawlix Cinematic Universe, I actually do know what movies are coming up because October's coming. It's practically here, <laughs> which means not only is it October Halloween, uh, so uh, we always I always do horror movies during October. But season four is all going to, it's going to be all horror movies or mostly horror movies. There will be at least one horror movie per episode, but most of them will be horror double features. However, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. What? Garlic season four. Yes, you said it right. I, I, I'm going to drop that eventually because I can't. Forer. <laughs> Hashtag forer. Um, Okay, so the double feature is coming up in October of on Grolic Cinematic Universe. And listeners, if you're unaware of a, what that is, it's our movie podcast, movie spinoff podcast, in which uh, we, we being me and Jasper, and also this season we're going to work to keep you know uh, guests and stuff coming through the show. Uh, we watch and review a themed double feature. So a double feature feature that usually has like are connected in some non-official i say clever but it's not always clever way and uh it's not uh i i i still always go back to the flash gordon and uh highlander as being the most clever double feature because they both had scores by queen whatever (laughs) Uh, whatever it's that even that's a little stretch anyway so we review a double feature a theme double feature and then we pitch our versions uh, our ridiculous, slightly fan fictionish versions of what a shared cinematic universe would be between those two movies, and the movies we got coming up on Grolic Cinematic Universe for October. Uh, I'm not sure which order we will put these episodes at out. Episodes out. It kind of depends. But I'm going to pair up Murder Party because finally I've been wanting to do Murder Party on the show for a while, and it's a Halloween appropriate movie. And I'm going to take it easy on Jasper. We're going to ease into the horror because murder party is like a comedy horror. So it's not straight horror. And then the warriors, which is not horror. And Jesse, I feel like you're somebody who really wanted us to do warriors in the past. So I might have to talk to you, but, um, murder party and the warriors. And I think Paul, you, okay. Yeah. I know Jesse had mentioned it ages ago and I don't remember what movie he was. He suggested we pair it with, 
but it kind of works very well with murder party because they're yeah. both murder party has a, a very clear reference to the warriors, but they're also both like take peer, you know, take place over the span of one night. It's basically characters need to survive this one crazy night situation. So I think it'd be a good double feature. Um, the other episode, other GCU episode in October, I'm thinking will be Halloween three season of the witch, because man, I've been wanting to do that one for ages too. And, uh, the guest, which are also tangentially tied in a non-official non-story way. Um, Oh, you don't want to do the worst witch with it? No. They both have witch in the title. I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, I have a soft spot for that movie. It's not a great movie, but I love it. It's one of my favorite Halloween sequels. (laughs) Uh, Beef Landon says, so no cool runnings? Runnings? Whatever. What was the cool runnings thing? No, no cool runnings. I wonder what you could pair Cool Runnings with Dude, for a horror oh, movie. Somebody was talking about that at some point. I can't remember what the Jamaican bobsled. Oh, I remember. I remember Cool Runnings. Yeah, but... Come on, man. It's bobsled time. <laughs> but I don't remember what... Somebody had mentioned pairing that with something. I can't remember what. Anyway. <laughs> By the way, Beef Landon. I, I'm, I'm not sure who you are, but Hi. What's going on? Prepare it with white wine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. People are just tuning in. (laughs) All right. Well, I was now that we actually have. Hey, beef. Now that we have people to chat with, we're ending the show. It's it's over. Dude, the chat was dead for like an hour. (laughs) There's nothing. Anyway, but we can't do this all night long. Mainly because I'm out of material. Oh, not alone. And I feel like Paul's going to stop telling me what shows he likes so I can, so I don't keep berating him for what, watching bad <laughs> television. Paul, what else I are you watching? What else am I watching? Yeah, what else are you watching at the moment? Lion Guard. I don't know what that is. Ah, that's good. Tell me why it sucks. <laughs> Tell me what it is so I can just jump on it. Okay, Lion Guard. I'm sorry, what? I was going to complain about this. Okay, so you, you watched Lion King, right? Uh, the the original at some point. The original in cartoon, like Mufasa was murdered, Lion King. Beef Landon says it's it's this guard who keeps lying. I like how literal you are, man. <laughs> I love that. Hey, as far as I know, that's the setup for a decent movie or show. I could get behind to this. So like a, the Lion Guard. He's a pathologically like he's a he's a pathological liar, and it's really causing problems with his guard duty duties. It, it, it's Simba's son, and he's in charge of protecting the Pride Lands. What? It, okay, it's a kid's Disney Junior. I watch it with my kids, but I realized kids are super coddled these days. Um. Oh. Uh oh. Here's why. At the start of this morning, I'm ending the stream. The first cuck that comes out of your mouth. (laughs) We're going this way, aren't we? (laughs) I'm sorry. Keep talking, Paul. Episode. Uh, it says this episode features a story that centers around parts of the circle of life. It may be too strong for younger audiences, adult viewers. Uh, suggested 
And I looked at my kids and said, hey, the queen's going to die. And they're like, well, how do you know? I was like, trust me, she's going to die. And she died. And I got to thinking, I was, and she died of old age. I was like, hold up. We didn't get that for Lion King. We got straight up brutally murdered Mufasa. Uh, warning. I find that interesting because I, I don't think it's a bad thing because it definitely can avoid an awkward, not that you should avoid having that conversation with your kids, but like it avoids that awkward, like, you know what? I don't know if I want to have the death talk yet. So let's not watch this because Disney back in the day with the Lion King with Bambi, uh, it's not, I don't think it was Disney, but you know, um, in the, uh, the land of time or before, what is it? Land before time. Yeah. Land before time. Dude, they're they're all about killing off the mothers. Uh, and like, there was no warning (laughs) and it plays it. It plays it hard. It doesn't pull no punches. It goes for impact. And as kids, man, I wasn't ready for that. Well, you remember stuff like that. Like, and you were tougher for it today. <laughs> Beef uh, says my kids still don't know. St- still don't know what we did. I hope college is working out for them. <laughs> oh, still, still don't know what. Not the kids still don't know that we die. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, I would also like to encourage people just to get in the car someday, hop on an interstate, and drive. Because the things you see when you're driving are phenomenal. Um, somebody in the Iowa DOT takes ha- had some fun at their job. There was an official, like, green interstate sign by a cornfield. said, watch out for children. Children of the corn? I was like, he's got humor. Well, it's probably... I mean, it's probably legit. There's probably, I don't know, bean walkers or something. Or I guess they would, they'd be detasselers if it was cornfield, but, uh, that's a job a lot of people probably don't know about. Hey, no. let's end this show. Yeah, <laughs> that just all popped up on the side of my screen. <laughs> Look, another one. Hey, David, we're ending the show. I'm sorry. Tune in next week. I think from now on. Oh, hey. You just get a leash and walk the beans. Yes, that's bean walking. <laughs> beef, beef. Are you everyone's dad? You are the king of dad jokes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Anyway, okay. Now we do need to end this episode. Um, I don't know what's coming up, and honestly, our schedule on here has been real. Is we're still ironing it out. My father was absent. I had to fill in. You're doing a good job. I made myself. <laughs> made myself. All right. So, hey, Paul, tell people where they can find more about you because you do very interesting things with wood. You can find me at Moose's Marvelous Wood Burnings on Facebook. Um, you want new or interesting art? Stop by Facebook. Check me out. It's Moose's Marvelous Wood Burnings. We have wood for you. I love your pitch. It's the same every time, too. It's so good. Okay. Self-made moose, Jesse says. So I've been Randall Sylvie. That's right. You get my full name for some reason. Uh, you can hear me all the time on Grolic's podcast, uh, which you can find here on CastBox. 
or go to GrawlixPodcast.com. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast.com. Check out the Grawlix Podcast show proper, the regular show. We also do these live casts. Our schedule is going to be a little iffy just because schedules are getting hectic. Uh, don't buy any of our shirts that you find on Amazon because those are counterfeit for real. I just had to file a claim, an infringement claim today. First time ever. I think it means Wait, I've hit I've hit the big time. Somebody stole my design. Uh, or to be fair, Jesse had part in that design. Stole our design for our five year our five year anniversary Grolix logo from like almost a year ago. Stole it, oh. tr- threw it on a hoodie, very shabbily, and uh, tried to sell it. So yeah, we've hit the big time. And as I told as I told them, it's it is such a weird theft. Jesse says it's such a weird theft. As I told them, no one, and I mean no one, gets to make available Grolic swag that doesn't sell except us. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me, if you go to GrolicsPodcast.com and find the button that says shop, you can find a link to our legit. <laughs> beef says I'm in an Amazon warehouse. Right now, do I got to make a scene? Hold off, beef. Hold off, beef. Uh, Maybe um, if they reject my, my uh, claim. Yes. Uh, the only legitimately official swag for Grolix you can find will be on T public. It'll specifically, it'll be on the electronic media collective T public uh, shop page. What is the electronic media collective? It's podcast network. We're part of, I own it. We're exclusive to it. Check it out. If you like entertainment podcasts, TV movies, books, pro wrestling you know it's it's all about fandom stuff um that's it follow us on grolix podcast follow us on twitter at grolix podcast on facebook you know whatever all the places grolix podcast type it in you'll find us uh and thanks for listening hey paul thanks for joining me of course all right and i actually have the outro prepared this time Ride some Miami Vice-ish 80s synthwave waves out of here. Surf right out. Talk to you later. Talk to you next week. Synth, synth guitar, fake guitar synth solos are my new favorite thing. Party on, Randy. Party on, Paul.